Welcome to the Epiphany Movement Podcast. To learn more about the Epiphany Movement, visit us online at epiphanymovement.com. Today's talk comes from Pastor Jake Nelson and is a continuation of the series, Are You Able to Relate? I'm a communications major at Mississippi College, and so I know that, like, the end of a conversation is supposed to be the climactic, I don't know, I guess your punchline is supposed to be delivered in the end. So I know that, but I'm going to give it to you right now. I understand that as you work through a a talk or a series or a conversation, you're supposed to kind of all triangulate it all to the way at the top, and you deliver your punchline, and but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to deliver it now. So take notes, write this down, get ready. So here it is. Are you ready? Here it is. Listen quickly. It, let me say it like this. To hand you a fence, an offense, an offense, to hand you an offense is life, but it is an event. It is an event. But to live offended is a decision. Let me say it a different way, okay? Sometimes people will say something and you don't want to hit them in the head with a two by four. Okay, wop. Just like, but to live in a way that 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 people offend you all the time and to live offended or offendedly, that it is a decision that you make. Of course, um, hunting season was, was started Thursday, and I'm Drake Nelson, and so obviously I'll tell a story of my first day uh, up on the deer stand. And so I was 30 foot up a deer stand. I went to Panther Swamp. I didn't see anything. I saw four raccoons. It was awful. But I was climbing down, and I got about halfway down the tree, probably 15 foot up the tree, still climbing down, and a screech owl. Decided to say hello from like five foot away, cat. You must not know what a screech owl sounds like. Okay, so let me uh, do my best impersonation of a screech owl. It sounds something like this. And you're like, okay, that, it was like, I don't know. I can't, I can't even do it. It just screamed at me and then did, oh, like a little owl sound. And I'm in a climbing stand. Now, you may sit here, a climbing stand, and you think a climbing stand's like the one that you walk up. No, that's a ladder stand. Okay, well, a climbing stand, I wish I had one with me. It has, there's two parts. You have, you know, the part that you sit on, and then you have the part that your feet are on, and you kind of just attach it to the, the tree, and you kind of like just shimmy up the tree, and then you shimmy down the tree, kind of like a lineman, a light pole worker or something. So I was just shimmying up, and then I was shimmying down. Well, when Mr. Damon, I mean, uh, the screech owl decided it wanted to just, I don't freak me out, I just freaked out and dropped my stands, the bottom part of my stand, and so now the bottom part of my stand is at the bottom of the tree, and I'm sitting up in the top like, oh no, this is not going to be good, and so I did like instantly like what you all would probably do, I just start going like this, okay, to the screech owl, I'm not even worried about the, st- the stand, I just don't want to die, and so I'm doing this, and I reach down in my bag and grab a flashlight and just start shining it on the screech owl, Mr. John. 
And if you know anything about owls, specifically screech owls, that's the wrong thing to do, isn't it? Because they're attracted to light. And so now it's just sitting here looking at me. I didn't know this at the time, and I'm like doing this and doing this. And so finally, it didn't know what to do because I started calling back to it. Go louder and, and, and longer. So it would go like, and I would go, and he was saying this as loud as I could. I was trying to scare it away. And finally, about five minutes passed, and it doesn't attack me. So I'm like, okay, Satan, I'm in the screech owl. It's not good. I'm, I'm good. And maybe it was just like waiting for its opportunity to strike. I don't know. So I, I just all of a sudden said I'm going to climb down, but then I'm like, I don't have the stand. I remember it fell. And so I don't know what I'm doing now. So I just kind of jump and then hang on to the bottom of the, the back end of the climbing stand and just kind of getting a little momentum and now just kind of swing from there to the to, to the, to the tree, I just kind of hug it, just hug it, and then I, I just kind of fire pull it down and go all the way down. And you say, what did you do? I went home. <laughs> Didn't even worry about the stand. I was booking it out there. I get to my car, I look up, and there's a blood moon. So obviously, I'm thinking, okay, this is bad. I get my phone call just to call, I get my phone out just to call Kat, just to make sure, you know, that Jesus didn't come back and I missed it or something. But she said I was good, and so I'm, I'm grateful for that. To live offended, to live offended, to be offended, it is part of life. I need a married volunteer, so I need a married couple. If you're just here by yourself, I don't need you. But is anybody who's married, will you come up here? By the way, you're going to help me preach my sermon today. Anybody who's married, doesn't matter. Uh, but not everybody at once, because we just need one couple. And uh, okay, yes, there we go. Okay, give give a hand, by the way. Give a hand. Thank y'all so much. They're like, oh yeah, this is going to be great. Good. I got the game more now. I just told a hunting story, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Where's y'all's favorite place to eat at? Clans. Clans? Two rivers. Okay, okay, two rivers. She says two rivers. The lady's always right. Okay, I'm going to give y'all, uh, I'm, I'm going to buy y'all dinner. Okay, I went to two rivers just for so y'all come up here. Well, come on up here. Y'all, y'all, come on. Give it a hand, by the way, just for them. Awesome, awesome. So, so y'all can stay up here in the middle. Um, yeah, y'all. What is this? This 24-year-old is crazy. I don't know what he's doing. So it is impossible, right, to have a marriage in which you don't and then he doesn't hand you an offense. That is impossible. They're, just because life, they're going to hand you an offense. So the question is, is that what will you do when he hands you an offense? Or when you hand, what, 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 what? <laughs> I will hit him upside the head with it. That's what I will do. So that's the question. Like, how will we deal with it? And so I, 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 which one of you are the better spellers, by the way? Because, okay, okay, well, here you go. Um, I, I'll take this, and then I just want you to write on this. You just write baloney, okay, just baloney. And, uh, Mr. Sam, I know you're probably, I don't know, she might be the better driller, too, but I'm going to let you at least do something. So um, here, here's you a drill and then a nail. So all I want you to do is we're going to go over all the offenses that we see in our in our relationship so I have a little mark you'll see it right here I have them all throughout this wood so all you gotta do is just kind of get this right here that says baloney okay and then put it right just right there and then drill that that puppy in boom baloney what do I mean when I say baloney 
the other day, by the way, this is a true story, Mr. Sam, and um, I just want to, Miss Becky. Becky, I just want you to let this, you know, that that uh, that is some offense. Okay, here we go. Okay. I knew you couldn't remember. Okay, now you offended me. Okay, now <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, so we, me and Kat, we pull up to Walmart the other day, and and we get out. Well. We go to Walmart, come back out, and now we're backing out, and somebody has kind of pulled in behind Catherine and I, and so I kind of turn around and look, and there's a man walking over here, but this car, it's a woman driving, and no coming there, but it's this woman behind me, and I, now I can't back out, because I know she's one of my parking spot, but there's not enough room for me to come back out, and I can tell this man must be her husband. He's coming up, and he kind of just looks at me and says, hey, man, move. My wife wants that parking spot. Now, I didn't say anything bad, bad, you know. I mean, it wasn't one of those. That I, I, I might have said something about his wife's driving skills and if they could get better. And so now he is getting out of his truck. And I look at Kat, and I'm saying, if he's getting out of his truck, I'm about to pop the door in my Sonata because it's about to go down this Walmart parking lot because, I mean, I, I was just meaning to teach Kat that if a man gets out of his truck, don't matter if you're a Sonata, you got to handle business. It doesn't matter if you have a church sticker on the back of the Sonata. You just got to handle it, right? No, you just turn the other cheek, Drake. I know I'm not a spiritualist. You just pray for me. I'll be there one day. And so I bop out, and I'm walking out, and I just really just kind of, I, I don't really know, I just kind of asked him a question. I said, what now? And I still, to this day, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. Um, I don't think he was intimidated by me. He was smaller than I was, which is shocking, but I don't think he was intimidated by me. I think um, he, I, I really just think he realized who I was, and he was, he, he was kind of thinking, oh, wait, you're a, you're a, you're a, you're a, you're the pastor. Uh, uh, I didn't really know him, but he, he, I think he started putting two and two together. And so then he got real spiritual. He's like, man, God bless you, brother, but we're just all trying to get to where we're going. And I'm like, here we are, here we are. And so then now this time, Kat kind of walks around, and she's sitting by me, and we just kind of say, okay, well, whatever. We get back in the car, and when we get back in the car, I ask Kat, like, what was you going to do? And she goes, I was going to kick him in the shin. <laughs> well, okay, that's good. And so now we're sitting back in our car, and the dude comes up to the side of the car, and he hands me, Mr. Shanny, a bag. I'm like, okay, what is this? And I look in the bag, and you know what it was, Miss Becky? Baloney. Just like the whole story. <laughs> Baloney. It was no, so here's the point. Here's the point. Cat's like, I'm so glad you said it was baloney because I was wondering where I was at in the story. Here's the point: is that sometimes in our relationships or in our marriages or in our business partners, people will come up against us and they will offend us or they will say something that doesn't have any value, that doesn't have any impact. All it is, Miss Becky, is baloney, and they hand it to us. And if we don't understand how to deal with that offense, then their baloney that has no credibility will impact us. Why? Because hear me out, hear me out, and nod and say amen to this, because we remember the one 
bad thing that is said, even if there's a multitude of good things to surround it, don't we? Don't we? We, re we remember that one bad tweet or that one bad comment or that one bad, oh, I thought you could have done better. And it's baloney, but yet it's a, it's, a, it's offense. And what I learned is that offenses accumulate one offense at a time. And so, but it's not only baloney, um, um, and, and maybe write this a little bit bigger where uh, maybe we can see it just a tad bit and it doesn't matter. But the next thing is things said. So things said. And then when she writes it, you can just, there's some screws under here. Um, there you go. And then you can just screw that in right around here. Things said. What do you mean, things said? This is just, um, this is just an example, by the way. This didn't happen. It didn't happen. Okay, this is just an example of maybe y'all too. Okay, let's say when y'all got married, your in-laws um, bought y'all like $700 worth of spoons. Okay, and let's just say, for example, this was the spoon that um, they bought you, something like this. Okay, but that's a lot of money to spend on, on spoons. And let's say you are grateful, and, and so is Mr. Shammy, but let's say Mr. Shammy just doesn't quite understand the, the right, he just uh, doesn't understand it. And so maybe, maybe this is just, this may, it may uh, happen between y'all. It probably didn't, but it didn't happen with me either. And so maybe you're eating one night and you need a knife to cut a steak with. Mm -hmm. And so you look in the drawer and you kind of pull it out and, and you say, or actually Mr. Sammy says to you, in all the $700 worth of, what, what, what do you call this? Silverware? In all the $700 worth of silverware, where are the knives? And maybe Miss Becky says, well, there are no knives, and why don't you say it with that tone? Do you not appreciate what was given to us? If you had said it with a better tone, it'd be okay, but if you want to come at me like that, don't be getting mad at me. And it's just, ah, uh, it's just kind of like, ah, uh, it happened. That didn't happen with me and Kat. No, absolutely not. But it might have been something that was said, and it didn't mean to offend you, but maybe it just happened. You live life together, and people say things that they don't mean to offend you, but they just say it, and it kind of comes off the wrong way. It just kind of offends you. Maybe you're like, I remember um, my, 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 I, I won't give away who this was, but I remember a, 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 a guy went home, Mr. Sam, let's say, went home to his house, and as Mr. Sam was at the house, his mom cooked him some food. And then Mr. Shammy said, nobody cooks food like you, Mom. To which Miss Becky overheard, and now he is thinking, I have a knife, so you better watch out. Nobody cooks food like you, Mom. And now Miss Becky's thinking, well, nobody's going to be cooking for you, Sammy, in the next six months if you don't watch your mouth. And he didn't mean anything by it. He was trying to pay, pay his mom a compliment. But what happens, we say things, and we can get offended by things. And if we don't know how to deal with it, right, it's going to, it's, it's, uh, let, let Next thing, it's gonna it's gonna hurt us. That's what I'm trying to say. Next thing, um, let's say let's say um, um, uh, let's say do you do you wanna you hand her this? Do you do you, you hand her this? <laughs> no, she's writing and she's smelling. No, that's her. Okay, okay. So let's say the next offense that could be is unmet expectations. Unmet 
expectations. Thank you all so much, by the way. Unmet expectations. So what do I mean? Well, let's say that perhaps, um, let's say that Becky's parents, when she was growing up, always on, let me just go back. Not only is it unmet expectations, but the breeding ground of unmet expectations, hear me, the breeding ground for unmet expectations is this, hear me, hear me, hear me, is unexpressed expectations. And so let's say, you can go ahead and just nail that in, yeah, I think we're uh, right, yes, put it over here, yeah, a little bit, yeah, we kind of want to sp space them out, but that's okay, if you want to uh, maybe undo this one, put, move it there, move that one there, you'll see why in a little while, man, you made me do too much work on a Sunday morning, this is the day's Lord, we need to take a day off, now I'm offended, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And so, on their expectations, let's say that Miss Miss Becky's family, when she was was growing up, that birthdays was a big deal. And what's your last name? What before? Tony. Tony. Okay. Let's say in the Tony household, birthdays was a big deal. I mean, you were born. We're gonna do it right. And so, let's say that maybe your parents got you a lot of big presents, and then maybe they even fixed you pancakes on your birthday. So every birthday, you were coming, gonna wake up, you had pancakes cakes and you had your gifts there and that was what you were accustomed to right but now maybe in the Fisher household birthdays wasn't a big deal I mean you didn't do anything to be born you were just kind of happening and so come Miss Becky's birthday now they're Mr. and Mrs. Fisher now they walk out and it's Miss Becky's birthday and Sammy just kind of gives her a kiss on the forehead and goes to be a game warden goes to work and now he has handed Miss Becky right an, an, an offense because you didn't you didn't cook me pancakes like like my mom did and and that has really hurt my, my, my feelings right on do you know the number one mr. art do you know the number one reason for divorce in America number one you're thinking finances aren't you that's number two you know what number one is unmet expect I thought they were going to be something that they weren't, or but remember now, remember, unmet expectations, the breeding ground for unmet expectations is this, is this, unexpressed expectations. So be sure you tell whoever what you want it to be, and you don't have to write this down. Here's the next thing, here's the next thing, is um, differences, differences, all right, yeah, you can write differences down. Difference down, then Mr. Sam, if you will just, uh, I think it's uh, right here, if you want to know that up. Thank you. Differences, what do I mean by that? Um, let's just say, uh, <laughs> this doesn't happen to me at all either, but let's just say Miss Becky's hobby in life is, is shopping, okay? And here, Mr. Sandy is game warden everywhere, and he's he's out there he's out there doing work, and he's bringing the money, and and now Miss Becky, this really isn't uh, this really doesn't attain to me. I really am serious. Okay, and so now Miss Becky, she is um, she comes in the door after Mr. Sandy has been working, and she has three bags on each arm, and then she's gonna have the audacity to say, "Don't worry." I got it on. That's right. 
That's right. Exactly. Thank you. Where have you been all my life? Yes, absolutely. And so now he walks, she walks in, and don't worry, I got on sale, Miss Becky, and she has three bags in her arm, and Mr. Shane is just, he's hot now. He's saying, oh, my goodness, I done did all this work, and I've been trying to, I mean, those bags might as well be full of grenades that have been shot into our financial future, right? And so they're just differences. And from Miss Becky's point, well, you spend all your money on nine millimeters and shells, Mr. Sammy. And so you spend money on that, I'm going to spend money on this. And they just have differences. They just, they're different. A country preacher said it like this. He said, he said, before marriage, opposites attract. After marriage, opposites attack. Yes, amen. Amen. And so it's, it's possible that something that really attracted you about Mr. Sammy while y'all were dating, once y'all are married, it's actually going it's, it's to be a frustration that you have. It's going to be offensive that you have. And the same is true, something that might have attracted you while you were dating. Let me give you an example. What, maybe when y'all were dating, you admire her because she um, she was the life of the party, right? She, everywhere you went, she she was just, you know, talking and she was just communicating and she was just a big extrovert and you were just, uh, you know, that's, and so you admired that, but now y'all get married. How long have you married? 40. <laughs> 41 years. <laughs> And so now, 41 years later, Becky won't shut up. <laughs> she's just yapping, yapping, yapping. She's just all the time. This is just an example. This is just an, She's just talking, 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 talking. Miss Becky, you need to only talk on Tuesdays and Fridays. You need to talk 97%. Maybe, you know what? And then maybe what attracted you about Mr. Sam is his mysteriousness. You know, maybe he's just quiet. Now, we all know that that's false, right? I mean, he's not, you know, he, he, he's talking too. And so now, maybe something that attracted you about Mr. Sam is that, that he was mysterious, quiet, and now y'all get married 41 years later. He's like, man, he won't ever talk. I can't get him to talk. <laughs> this is an example. <laughs> and so now you have these differences, right? And, and differences accumulate what? Offenses. They do, okay? They do, they do. Uh, last thing I want to talk about um, is this. They're going to have marriage problems. Uh, that's, why, that, that's why I'm going to take them out to eat. That's why, that's why I'm going to pay for them to get it so they can fix it right there. Okay. Last, last uh, offense that you have, and this would be just a bad mood. Bad mood. This is your time, y'all. This is your time. Bad mood. Bad mood. You might want to go out and win. Amen. Okay. Amen. Because sometimes, really, I'm so serious, sometimes we're going to offend other people or be offended just because we're in a bad mood. Do you know what Job said about this? Job, he said, my breathing offends my wife. That's tough, ain't it? That's tough. 
And so sometimes we're going to be in a bad mood, and that's going to cause us to be uh, to to have those offenses. If you can maybe put this one up somewhere, you can um, choose your choose your pick your point. Okay, that doesn't even matter. It's okay. That's okay. That's okay. We don't have to put that up. Um, but but the, the thing is, the thing is, and you can be you can be just um, if you want to, you can just put one in between all that. So maybe one right there, 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 and just kind of other way, other way. Black. Yeah. There we go. There we go. And then y'all can just there's a bunch of screws in there and just pop them in. Give it up, by the way, for them. They're doing an amazing job. Amazing job. And so we have these offenses that, that come our way. They come our way. And, and whether it's because of communication or because of bad mood or unmet expectations or unexpressed expectations, something happens. Come here, Miss Becky. Come here. And something happens with them. And now... Because of, and you can stay right here, because of all of these little offenses, offense is now separating them to where it's like, why don't we get our teeth anymore, Mr. Sammy? <laughs> of course I'll take out the trash. Again. Oh, no way. I understand. You got to work. I'd love to get up with the baby again for the 30th night in a row. Of course. Oh, I know your mom makes the best cooking ever. I understand. It's okay. It's cool. And now, come here, Mr. Sam, on this side. And now we have, we have a fence that is separating these two, that God has called one. We have a fence, right, made of small individual offenses, and it's keeping them apart. It's keeping them. Me and Kat, we went and asked almost every, every married couple that we knew, almost every single one, give me your advice before marriage, didn't we? And almost every single one, couple, couple, couple asked them, give me your advice. Almost every single one said sleep in the same bed at night. Almost every single one. Sleep in the same bed at night. Don't ever, because when you do that, it's like you, you're, you're, you're building this fence, and it's just becoming taller and taller and taller. And so now, after I've made my case, I want to ask the question and answer the question, hopefully, how do we deal with these offenses? How do we deal with these offenses? And so, Mr. Sam, if you would, maybe just slowly, because um, i got to make my case, slowly take down all these, um, all, all, these, all these boards. So how do we take down these offenses? How do we take down all these offenses? Number one, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all of them, all of them. You can start, yeah, and just take them all down. How do we take that? How, how do we deal with my spouse being in a bad mood? Or how do I deal with the differences between my kid and I? How do I deal with the unmet expectations of the things said? How do I deal with it? And so here, here's, here's my number one suggestion, and this is what I think. Communication. Communication. You have to be able to communicate with your partner or your father or your business partner or your friend. Why? Miss Linda K., why? Because, and this is what Miss Linda's case is, uh, she said this in her mind, I can hear it. She said, because Randy can't read my mind. He can't. 
He's awesome, but he can't read my mind. And so we have to tell your, let me say this, like, 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 like wives, tell your husbands what your expectations are. Communicate them, because if you don't, offenses will grow. They cannot read your mind. Express it. Express that. Communicate. Don't just have offense built and then not talk about it. Talk about the little offenses. Mr. Hutch, talk about, you know, with your wife. Say, hey, you did this and it hurt my feelings. I wish you wouldn't have done it like that. I wish you wouldn't have said that. I wish you wouldn't have went there. I wish you wouldn't have. I mean, half the, the arguments that me and Kat get into, they're on the road. If you ever see us driving different vehicles, you know why. You know why. Because she can't drive and I get distracted driving. I'm just like, oh, look at the door. And now Kat's like, quit watching TV on your phone, Drake. Pay attention and drive. Now I know you're all praying for me. You're like, yeah, I know. I'll tell you what. And so, you know, I told her about this the other day and she said, well, you know, if, uh, I, uh, if, and this was, if you, y'all good, yeah, you're fine, you're fine, give it up, give it up, give it up, thank you, y'all awesome, by the way, I mean, so awesome, I'll, I'll, I'll leave, I'll say it like this, if you have something to say about my driving, there's another seat that you can sit in and take care of the problem, right, that's what Kat told me, she was right, she was, she was right, but we have these arguments that happen, and if we don't learn to communicate our thoughts, our actions, then offense will be built up. But the next thing, the next thing, number two, is this. It's gunny sacking. If you're taking notes, I don't know how to spell that, so give it your best shot. Gunny, I probably sound like bunny, but with a G. Gunny sacking, and what does that mean? That simply means this is that all of these offenses get built up and built up and they just keep stacking on top of each other and we never work to unpack them. We just... Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll get up with the keywords stuff. You spend $500 on a brand new shotgun? That's fine, sweetheart. Stuff. Oh, you're going to the golf course again for the fourth day in a row. Stuff. And we stuff, and we stuff, and we stuff, and we stuff. And there was a divorce that happened about three months ago, and I was asking, I was asking around, like asking them, the, t the two, I was like, what happened in y'all's marriage? And this is what they said. Are you ready? At the end of 15 years, at the end of 15 years, we turned around, we turned around, and we realized that there was so much stuff under the rug that we could not deal with because we didn't deal with it when it happened. And there was so much stuff that the only way out was through signing papers. When something happens, you have to deal with it. You cannot just keep stuffing because what's going to happen? What's the outcome of that? This is my angry face. This is the best I got. Ready? And then we explode. The cat pops off and we just, ah, and it's terrible. 
third thing, third thing is this, third thing is this. Let me give you some Bible verses, by the way, for that. Um, communication of Bible verses were Ecclesiastes um, 7, and it says something like this. It says something like this. It says, don't eavesdrop on your servants out there. In the field. This is Ecclesiastes 7, by the way, 21, I believe. Don't eavesdrop on your servants in the field because you might overhear them talking about you. And it will hurt your feelings, but remember that you have also eavesdropped and you have also talked about other people. And so don't try to, ah, wonder what they're saying about me. Don't put your ear up to a door and say, hey, wonder what my, wonder what my mom and dad are talking about me for. Let's, 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 don't eavesdrop. Don't eavesdrop. Communication. Another one, um, it, with the gully sacking, Jesus said this. He said, I don't know if it was Jesus, honestly. <laughs> I really don't. Don't let... The sun go down. Can you finish this? On your anger. And so deal with it. Deal. I think what he's trying to say is deal with it quickly. In Matthew 5, um, the Sermon on the Mount, when you talked about it like three Sundays ago or two Sundays ago or something, we, it says this, if you're offering, no, it says that's not the one. It says if you're going to court with your adversary and you remember that he has an offense against you, settle your matters what? Quickly, yes, fastly, quickly. Settle your matters then. Settle your matters then so you don't go to court because then you may be thrown into a prison of offense. It doesn't say offense. I'll just add that in there. Last thing you need to do. Last thing you need to do. This is going to be awesome. I'll just use these. Last thing you need. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. I think I just broke it. Bad mood? Yep, she was in a bad mood. Okay. Whoop. He was in a bad mood. Uh, yeah, I got a lot of differences, but that's going to be okay. Um, unmet expectations due to unexpressed expectations. Yep, um, I know um, that's okay with the spoons and stuff. That's fine. Um, baloney, they don't have no credibility. What's the, what, why am I doing this? Because you have to learn to drop it. Come on now. Come on now. Can I get this a little bit? Because listen to me. You got to learn to drop it. You got to learn to drop it. And so once the communication's done, and once we're not gunny sacked it anymore, we have to learn to drop it. Because a lot of times, this is what happens. This is what happens. Um, I got to thank you, Griff. I got a shovel. And this is Griff's shovel. And he's in it with that picture. And it's really cool. Okay, we made that picture, by the way. I don't know if you can see it. We took that picture and then made it. It's a new series called Relatable. Anyways, so... We are shoveling God's grace onto our lives every day. God's grace is so amazing. Grace, how sweet the sound. God loves me. He forgives me. And then our spouse or our business partner or our friend or someone else wrongs us, and they say, hey, will you forgive me? And then we reach in our pocket, and we grab a $700 spoon, and we just kind of dip a little, okay, there's you a spoonful of grace. And that's because I'm a Christian. And we have to learn to drop it, and we have to learn to forgive one another. It has to happen. 
And Jesus says this, If you forgive the one who has sinned against you, then your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive the one who has sinned against you, your heavenly Father will not forgive you. And for years I thought, well, you know, forgiveness, here's, here's what I believe that means, okay? If you have experienced the shovel of grace, then you give the shovel of grace. But if you have only received a spoonful of grace from God, then you give a spoonful of grace to other people. And so it's not, I believe, I believe, it's not, you know, if I don't forgive you, then I'm going to hell. I think it's, if I don't forgive you, I'm just showing that I've never actually been forgiven by God. That's all I'm showing. And so uh, my, my conclusion is this. My conclusion is this. If there was anyone who we knew who had a right to be offended because of all the things that we did, and instead he decided to say, then we can do the same. And just as we have been forgiven through God from Jesus because he died on that offense for our offense, because of that, we too can say, hey, I'm going to drop it. We're going to talk about it. I'm not going to gunny sack. I'm not going to stuff it all down. But when we get to the end of our problems and your offenses and my offenses, I can choose to drop it. That was really loud. Amen. We can choose to drop it. Yeah, absolutely. We can choose to drop it. God, thank you for everything that you've given us. Thank you for letting us be here today. God, I pray that you will work on our offenses, work with our relationships, God. Please teach us how to be better parents, be better spouses, be better children, and be better friends. God, we love you, and we thank you. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen.